guys, it's Nicole, host of the Thrive Podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by to spend some time with me. I'm going to be sharing some amazing episodes and so much information. And I think that you'll be able to incorporate some of it into your life to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And I hope that it inspires you and moves you forward. And I hope that you find joy and I hope that you find comfort and inspiration from the conversations that we're going to have here at the Thrive Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Guys, I am so excited today. Welcome back to the Thrive Podcast. I have my guest, Tori Watson, and she is a certified holistic energy worker working with a Psych K facilitator dictated and helping others transform while improving their quality of life. And Tori, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I got that right. <laughs> you did. That was perfect. <laughs> so, so, so thank you so much, first of all, for being here today and joining me. So excited. And I thought that I would start off by asking you about your journey and how you got to where you are today and doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for having me. This is an honor and a pleasure. I appreciate it. Yeah, so my journey. So about five years ago, I had a really bad acne breakout. It was like cysts on my face the size of marbles. So I realized at the time, oh my gosh, something is happening. My body's trying to tell me something. So I decided I was already open to quantum healing and alternative methods. And I had a friend um, and mentor, Joanne Mercier, who is a very powerful, intuitive and mystic. And she did energy work and she actually did psyche work as well. So I had a few sessions from her already and I realized, okay, I need to spring into action here because clearly I have some internal work to do. So I went to, I started seeing her and I started getting a little bit better. And then I came across liver rescue which is, I don't know if you've, oh yes, you've heard of that. It's medical yeah. Anthony Williams. So mm-hmm. it's, it's basically, he was healing people, millions of people around the world from chronic disease, acne being one of those issues. And I started changing my diet and lifestyle and then things started to improve. So I realized then when I started getting better, I want to share this with other people, share my experiences. So I started blogging. And sharing tips and and things that I would do, things that I wouldn't do, things that were helping me. And then I realized, okay, I want to take this a little bit further. So I decided to get my certification and so I could help people and do energy work on them as well and improve their situation or life quality. And that's how I got here today. And I mean, I was always very um, intuitive throughout my life. And I had a gift of clairvoyance and I didn't, I thought everyone had this gift. I had it since I was a little girl and then realized, no, this really is a gift. So that really helped me. And that's how I got here today. Wow. That is really, really interesting. No, very, very interesting. That's very interesting. Clairvoyance. I didn't think I knew that about you. That is, that is awesome. Do you have like, how did you, how would you even know? Like I, I've been diving into clairvoyance and just sort of those different dimensions and kind of trying to figure out and sort of, you know, to see, to become more intuitive. So what did that look like for you at such a young age? 
When I was younger, I just thought it was, I would have these, prem, like I had a premise, sometimes a family member would get in an accident and I would have this premonition and I'd start to feel sick or have physical symptom. And I didn't tell anyone, it just sort of happened. And it, it happened progressively throughout my life. And when I started doing more work and having these sessions myself, I started understanding what clairvoyance is. And I would, sometimes it would be interesting. I'd be observing when I was a young girl and looking at people and without them saying anything, I could understand how they were feeling and what type of people they were, their personality. I would get this really intense feeling. So it, it sort of spiraled from there. And then more, the more energy work I did on myself And when I started learning and getting my certification, I realized the importance of that. So I started opening myself up to that more and it really helped. And then of course, yeah, when I was older and and throughout my adolescence, I realized this, not everyone can do this or not everyone has this gift. Mm -hmm, I thought it was mm -hmm. just a normal thing. I thought it was part of being a human that we were just all intuitive that way or could sense things, but no, it's not not everyone has that. They could if they were open to it, I guess, but mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, so it was, mm-hmm. I just embraced it. No, that's really, really awesome. I think that I'm so interested in that stuff right now. And I've been really just, you know, trying to through meditation, become more intuitive and open and be more open. So it's, it's obviously there's some people who are just so natural at it. I think that, I think we, we can get better at things but there are some people who are just so gifted at it that it's just natural. And then when they do the energy that work like you have, it, it just opens them up so much more and they realize there's so much more to this, you know, like there's so much more that you can educate yourself with and open up to. So it's really, it's really awesome. I think it's fantastic that, you know, you started blogging first, you said you kind of went in, you know, you were going through sort of getting treated yourself and then realized that this could be something that you could take and, you know, and help other people. And that's, that's really, that's really nice. I know from my own experience and working with you through energy work, it's helped so much, you know, release a lot of those blocks and different things that we carry baggage from, like through our, through our lives, you know, from childhood and even before, if you're into the past life thing, but it's, it's interesting how much you carry through and you don't realize until you work with somebody who knows how energy works and you're open enough to it that how much healing can happen. I think it's so interesting. So that's, that's really, really interesting. The medical medium. Now that's a fantastic book. I do have that book after you recommended it and we did some work together. And now I know, you know, Aaron and I like love that book. And I often refer people to that book because it has so much information and there's so many things that we don't realize that kind of are an impact from the liver, not operating at full capacity. And there's so much that we can do to kind of help our body along. And so I know for him, you recommended it for diabetes and that really helped him balance out. And I know I've taken some of those tips and tricks that the medical medium had recommended and sort of incorporated those into our lives together and sort of carried forward. And it's, it's what a helpful and what an awesome book. Highly recommend it. (laughs) Highly recommend it. And I'm so glad that, that we found out from you. 
Oh, I'm so glad. Yes. And that's good to hear that it has helped him so much. And he's helped so many other people. And I think because of the information he shares and the real understanding of how powerful food is when you have mm-hmm. the right, right foods and how it fuels the body. And mm-hmm. it, it worked because mind and body, well, as if they were separate, <laughs> they are, they work together. So right. when you have, even if there's imbalances in the body already, and there's stress. So when you're eating the wrong foods, like if, for instance, if you have trapped emotions that are affecting the liver already, so that, and then if you have toxins and pathogens and we're exposed to so much environmentally, so all of those things start to add up, like you said. So then by eating cleaner and making better choices, it helps the body remain balanced and in harmony. So that's basically when we get to a point where there's issues like acne and it sets in mm-hmm. or pain, pain, disease, illness, any of those things. Um, and then the everyday, of course, stresses, emotional conflicts and, and things that we carry as well. That really adds to that. So it's just like you said, it's one thing after another. It's stockpiles in the body and then the body can't hold anymore. And then we show symptoms. Yeah. It's like the, almost the last step in the whole process, right? It's the last kind of, you know, if you, if you show symptoms, you know, that it's been there for a while, something has been festering. And what I've learned is the health of the mind is intrinsically connected. Like, sorry, the health of the body is intrinsically connected to the health of the mind. And it's so crazy how that is, but it is so true. I often talk about like mindset is everything and making sure your mind is healthy is so important so important because it really is so connected. You know, they always say the disease is disease in the body, right? So I always think about that and it's, you know, that, that balance, we need that balance. So yeah, it's so important. And I think it's becoming more widely accepted and more people are more open to it today. You know, Western medicine is great, but it needs to be, it needs to be sort of, you know, partnered with I think energy and, and healthy mindset and a healthy mind, like it all has to kind of, it's, it's, it should be one. It should be a partnership together. And I think that's Agreed. important. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. And I think, and there are parts of Western medicine that are embracing this alternative mm-hmm. form of healing. There are many physicians that are open to, I know some of them actually that are open to that. I mean, we are living in the best times because we do have access to Western medicine and alternative forms of healing, Eastern medicine. So we really are fortunate that we have all these opportunities um, because if one, something doesn't work, we can try something else. So, and essentially mm-hmm. we have the power to heal ourselves and by, by using these modalities, a Western medicine and a combination of things, we really mm-hmm. have all the opportunity in the world to change, transform, heal so that we can be in harmony and have the best life that we, we want and desire really. No, I think you're, I think you're completely right. It is in a really exciting time to live because there are those opportunities and just, you know, there's so much more education and openness to it. And it's helping people a lot because we definitely know that, you know, with things changing and how fast paced the world is and the environment and the environmental stressors, like all around in life, like work being busy and people working hard and all these different things that there's just a lot happening. So it had to shift. 
And I think it's a great shift. And I think we're really moving in the right direction. And people like you who are practicing and reaching out and, you know, putting it out there and sharing your story are going to help other people sort of open up to, to the aspects of this is something I might want to look at, you know, I don't know what to do or not even sure where to start. So, you know, thank you for showing up because I think that, you know, when people show up, you know, it's, it creates a connection and you realize that, you know, oh, I had something like that. Or, you know, when you share a story, somebody else says, oh, I, I know somebody like that, or that happened to me. And you don't feel so on an island all by yourself, right? There is hope. And so we need more people like you, Tori, in the world to help, uh, help others. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. It is a pleasure. And I, I do, I, I thrive hearing feedback from other clients or other people where it has helped them, where they had an ailment or an illness or pain of some sort, and it has faded or disappeared altogether. And that, you know, you realize that I want to continue to educate. I want to, you know, get more tools, learn more modalities so that I can help people any way that I can. And myself, you know, you really, from working on other people, you learn a lot about yourself and what the possibilities are because we do heal in layers. So I'm still on that journey myself as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I know it's It's like peeling back layers of an onion. Everything is right. So, and the more work that you, you do on yourself, I mean, I think everybody's a work in progress. I think you just work on yourself along the way and you know, you're always working on yourself because it's never a perfect it's always messy. So you just got to work on it along the way. And the more you learn, then the more you can share and the better you can be at what you're doing and sharing with other people. So it's, um, it's sort of a humble, um, perspective, but it's true because we are working on ourselves. Like nobody shows up perfect. It's all just a work in progress. And then, you know, you're trying to help people with things that you've learned along the way, which is, which is great. Right. So I think it's awesome. I wanted to ask you like for you, what does your morning routine look like? What does a morning routine look like for you? So my morning routine. Okay. So I get up with my husband quite early and we salary juice together because that's one of the main components of the liver healthy rest or the liver rescue, the healthy lifestyle. So we salary juice together. Then we have breakfast together and he goes to work. The moment he leaves, I meditate. So I usually meditate for about a half an hour. And it depends on something that is surfaced at that time or something that I want to work on. So I might do the same meditation for a week or two and, and then I work out. And then after I work out, I start my sessions, but, and and there's always more learning. There's always more research. And I find even with the routine, I don't stick to it, the exact routine for more than a couple of weeks or a month. And then I shift it because Mm -hmm. in order to transform and change, we can't do the same exact thing every single day. That's That's when habits form. It's easy for habits to form. And these are good habits to have, but I realized, okay, I need to change it up every so often. So that's what I'm doing right now. And I found meditation is great. And I used to do it periodically. And then sometimes I would, you know, we get busy and we get off of that and we're working on projects and, and then I realized, okay, things would surface again and I need to start meditating again. So now I made the point of doing it every single day and it has made huge improvement. Yeah. I love, I love the meditation. I think it's, I mean, it takes some time to kind of get used to, and I tried for years to, to sort of get into it. And I think in the last I would say in the last 
year, maybe less than a year, it's, I've realized that it's never going to be perfect. And I always thought, Oh my God, my brain is never going to shut off. I'm never going to be able to, you know, shut this off. I'm never, this is like, how can I sit here? Things are running through my brain. And what I realized is that that's the brain and that's what happens. So, you know, it's just, it's about the awareness, the awareness of the thoughts coming in and being able to go, I'm going to come back to my breathing and, you know, or using that, you know, the count back, like I love some of the principles from Mind Valley from the Silver Method, where it's like you count back to kind of get yourself into that relaxed alpha state. And I, I think it helps sort of get you focused. So I, I really like it. And my brain doesn't shut off. I mean, there's things coming through all the time, but I, it's the awareness of those things and being able to kind of shift back to the breathing and that stillness that is where you get the best. Like that's where your meditation, that's meditation. That's what I found. Did you find that hard when you first started? Yes, I found it's very much like exercise. So if you're starting mm-hmm. to exercise for the first time, oh boy, you know, the it can be very relaxing, but to get you into that mindset to shut off the mind, that's going to take some time. But the thing is, if you do that and you make a point of sitting, you're making your body sit there, you, you're telling your, your body, I'm going to sit you here for 10 minutes, no matter what happens and making that a practice every single day, it does get easier and it gets better. And then you get into that, that mindset and that place where it's so relaxing and you start to go into that sort of alpha state and you're, that's when things, their changes start to occur. So it's great. And I mean, starting off small, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then getting up to, if you can, 40 minutes or an hour and the time just flies, but not everyone has that much time to spare, of course, in the morning. So Mm -hmm. for, for most people, even 15 minutes is fantastic. That's you're starting your day off, right? No, I agree. I think it's really, yeah, it's just realizing that it doesn't have to be some, you know, half an hour extravaganza that, you know, you meet yourself where you are. And so if that means it's five minutes or 10 minutes at the very beginning, it's just committing to that and then getting into the routine of doing it every single day. And, and then you build up and you can increase it. I mean, I'm only at 20 minutes at this point and I'm comfortable there. I think that I could probably go a little bit longer now, but it just depends on the day and the time and sort of how things shift. And I've learned just to take it a little, like take it lightly. Like it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be every day, but it's the consistency behind it. So some days are 15 minutes and some days are 10 minutes. And then some days are 20 that that's okay because it's the consistency of showing up every day and trying to get it, you know, and just getting, having that moment and and sitting in that stillness that the benefits come. Absolutely. Yes. And you're taking control because you're forcing yes. yourself to do it. <laughs> it's not you know, an easy thing. But. True. No, it's true. It's true. I was, um, I was working at this morning and I was listening to the trainer and she was talking about, you know, people when they don't have routines or different things or little habits that they do, they just, they feel a bit lost. And if you put in like a regular, say meditation practice or workout or whatever it is, that's your brain loves that routine and wants that and feel and then you like after you start to feel like you do have control over your day you do have more control than you think i think some of us feel like things are so chaotic chaotic at times that we were just like where do we fit it in or whatever but if you plan it out and you just sort of stick it in and you stick to it that you actually have more control than you actually think you do and your body and your mind will really 
they take to it very well when you put that in and you just become lighter. There's a lightness and more energy. And when you have, when you incorporate these types of practices into your daily experience. Agreed. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, starting off small, just, just try the 10, mm-hmm. 15 minute meditation and then just do that every day, every day for a week, for two weeks, for three weeks, and then incorporate something else. So I found that was much easier when I did it that way, baby mm-hmm. steps, mm-hmm. Um, and then fit it in where you can. And before bed is always a great time as well, because then your subconscious mind is in that state. Right. So you can, you can sleep a little bit better. It's a very positive influence to fall asleep once you've done a meditation. So, or even hypnosis, you can, there's all kinds on YouTube that you can source and whether you want even hypnosis before bed, I would do it for an hour and then it's, I'd fall asleep of course, but then you're in that sleep mm-hmm. mode and the sleep is so great. So I something really that enjoy too. it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think the hypnosis is something that I, um, I've been a little bit fascinated with and I've been trying in the, in the last couple of months and I've been telling everybody about it, but I really enjoy that. And sometimes right before bed is the perfect time to kind of, you know, listen to, I'll do meditation. Sometimes I do a meditation, but other times I'll do a hypnosis and Mind Valley. Paul McKenna has tons of like free stuff on YouTube, right? Mind Valley has great meditations from a number of people that are, that are quite good and free and everybody can have access to like guided ones. And then there's um, lots of hypnosis under Paul McKenna that I've recently been um, looking at and listening to and hypnosis is very interesting and I was telling Aaron about it the other night I was like maybe you want to try like hypnosis you know for before going to sleep and sort of that heavy you know to help you sleep a little bit better because he's finding that sometimes the brain just won't shut off so we've tried some meditation and I think that will help you slept much better but I think the hypnosis is another tool to help the mind settle and reprogram the subconscious, right? Because that's essentially yes. what you're doing with the, the hypnosis too, which is another another modality, right? Of, of, you know, energy work, is it not? It absolutely is, 100%. And a hypno- a people get scared sometimes when you hear the word hypnosis because they're thinking, oh my gosh, you're going to control the mind or make changes <laughs> yeah. that I don't want to happen. But really, it's essentially just gets you in an extremely relaxed state, so that you can, with positive influences of the mind, you can shift things. But sometimes it it takes, you know, you have to do it for 13, 14, 15 days of the same hypnosis, sometimes 30 days on a daily basis in order for it to, to see change or be effective. Some people, it doesn't take much, but even Marissa Pierce, who is, I think she's a psychotherapist in Europe and she's world renowned and she is a fantastic hypnotherapist. And I took her course actually. And she suggests that you do a certain, there's, I think there's 10 different hypnotherapy or hypno hypnosis, sorry. And each one is, it sets on something specific. So whether it's healing something from the past, or if you're working on finances or a relationship. And she suggests, so we do each one for 15, 16 days in a row, and then go to the next hypnosis. So you're, you're really training the mind, you're changing at a subconscious level, but it, it can take practice. Mm-hmm. So it, it is really great to do it before bed, of course, because then you're influencing positive thoughts in the subconscious that's running all night long. 
Yes. Yeah, so she's another like one to meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's one to check it for sure. She's an expert and amazing at it. But Mind Valley does have some great ones as well. I use some of those, the healing ones before bed, and and they're really effective. No, that's great. I've only just tried a few of them. Um, some of the Paul McKenna ones, because I have a colleague that she is taking a course in hypnosis and doing it through Mind Valley through Paul McKenna. I guess it's his course. Oh yes. And okay. uh, yeah, and so she recommended him. I'm not really familiar with a ton of um, hypnotists myself, but very interesting practice. And it's it's all about getting back to that alpha state in the mind and settling it so that you can reprogram it, reprogram all the things that get programmed in those early years of life that you pick up, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Before the age of seven. So, and that's what's really this, the energy work we're working on changing subconscious um, imbalances, beliefs, etc. because that programming that we receive at an early age, our brains in theta state. So everything we experience memories, everything that's programmed from parents, facilitators, people of influence, we program as the truth. And those truth through emotional experiences become core beliefs. And then of course, here we are today. So if we can't reach goals, if we have any issues in relationships, career, health, our finances, it's from inhibiting beliefs that were programmed at an early age. So it's very, very powerful. So that's why working with the subconscious or at a subconscious level is the only way for change like that to occur because it's it's 95% of your brain power is the subconscious mind. So that's why 95%. Wow. Yeah. It's huge. So 5% of our, and most of us, we live in consciousness, right? So 5% Mm -hmm. of that, which is where we think, where we want, we desire, and we plan throughout our entire day that only has 5% power where the subconscious mind that's controlling your, your life, holding all your memories and programming. It's basically like the software of the computer and it's running things automatically. So we're unconscious to a lot of those emotions or things we're feeling or inhibiting beliefs that we have. So by doing this work, the energy work, the psyche, hey, we're changing those beliefs so that we can remove the resistance similar to hypnotherapy, where you are, like you said, reprogramming, and then you can reach goals and achieve things that you want a lot easier. And then you have, you know, you have that power to create the life that you want to make you happy. It's really about that. It's really, it's, it's, it's really about creating a life that, you know, that you love to live and healing and healing specific, you know, spaces in your life that are not not working the way you want them to be working and looking back to say is it something else or you know just having that openness to realize that energy has so much to do with it like energy is everything it dictates so much of your life and i don't think people understand how much it it does impact their lives and how much it impacts other people too, right? So if you have littles or your friends, family, whatever it is, there's such a huge impact. Like energy is just, it's huge. So looking at, you know, you know, the way you think, the way you react and the way you respond, and then sort of analyzing those, those and seeing like, why, why does that happen? Like, why do these reactions happen? And sort of, you know, and trying to, to look back at the self-conscious to be able to, to kind of fix these spaces 
is so helpful and it's a really good tactic. I think that I don't think that people really knew about, you know, doing it, you know, they would try affirmations and they would try writing it down and they would just, you know, lists and different things. And I think that, you know, affirmations are great, but we've talked about affirmations before. And if you are saying it out loud, but your subconscious in the background is running on autopilot and telling you a different story, then it's never going to work. Right. So as much as you say your affirmation, you could say it until you're blue in the face, but if you're subconscious is running on that autopilot with its story that's completely contradictory to what you're saying, then it's, it's not really not going to be as effective. Exactly. Right. Yes. It it doesn't have the power. So when the subconscious mind, so when you have an inhibiting belief and if you, like you said, you do the affirmations and you have positive thoughts and let's say you do a vision board and you're you're saying these positive thoughts and affirmations every day, it's not enough because you have a software program that's running in the background that's far more powerful. And it's it's because you know you've been driving just like driving. You're you're driving down the road and you've driven six miles, and sometimes you're in that daydream state and you don't even yeah. realize you didn't have to pay attention. You didn't have to say, okay, I'm holding the steer, steering wheel, I'm doing it this way, I'm driving. No, your subconscious takes over, you drive the six miles, and then you're just in your own thoughts. So it's very much like that. It just turns into autopilot from day to day. And the thing is, some people have awareness, they're very powerful, they understand themselves well. And that's, you know, some of those clients that I work with that come to have psych case sessions that want to change these inhibiting beliefs because they want to reach a particular goal or they're struggling emotionally. A lot of them are, you know, because they're open to it, they're aware of what those are. So we discuss it, we create a statement, we figure out together what that missing link is or what that in, that negative belief is, and then we can shift it. So, and the process, I mean, it's so easy, it's so relaxing. And together, when we do that, we're transforming anything, whether, whether it's health and illness, you know, your self-worth even, your Mm -hmm. relationships, abuse that you've suffered, sexual abuse, childhood trauma, Mm -hmm. all of these things so that you can achieve your goals. So it's a very effective, it's been around for 30 years, believe it or not. But because yes, we're a lot of people were not in tune to quantum healing. It's in our culture, Western medicine, first and foremost, but now that people are becoming more aware of the, the power of energy and working with the subconscious, it's becoming more common. People are reaching out. No, it's so, so great. It's so great. People are taking control of their lives. I think that more than ever, we're at, you know, a space and time where people understand that they have control and that they can, you know, they don't have to make these, it's not, it's, it's not scary. It's not crazy. It's just, they can heal and it's, it's gentle. It doesn't have to be harsh. You know what I mean? Like, I think people just like, I'll never be fixed or they just give up and they think that's not possible. But then, then, you know, they go through, you know, one of these sessions and I can speak for myself. It's very relaxing and very cathartic. And I think that when you come out on the other side, you're, you're so grateful that you tried it and you realize that, you know, there is hope and there's, there's so much that can be done, but we have to be open and ready to accept that and be aware the awareness of it all the awareness of okay i know you know something needs to change and then being open to you know taking a session and you know 
And I know it's a little like, I know a lot of people talk to, I knew sometimes when I talk to people, I'm like, are they going to think I'm completely woo woo? And I was like, but I am. And I love it. I love every part of it. I think it's so interesting and it's okay. You know, and you, cause I, I've even, you know, I've talked to my dad about it sometimes and just different things. And I think he kind of looks like, okay, but I think he's, he's starting to really understand and believe it because I'm not the only one in the family who's jumped into like, you know, energy healing at all. I'm definitely not the first. My youngest sister is very, she's intuitive and she's got a lot of uh, powerful gifts that she's using to, to heal in different ways, um, to heal and help people. So I think it's a, it's a very cool thing and, and it's very awesome. So yeah, it's, it's like an awakening in the world. It's, it's neat. It's very cool. Very cool. It's yes. And it's very effective, of course, because we are made of energy. We are energy. It's so hard to believe like people can't, (laughs) they don't want to, they're not open to that concept, but it is true. And science, science shows us too the power of the the energy body governs the physical body and all it's tick technique does so that the body code and the emotion code what it's designed to do is to help identify or uncover the root cause of sickness pain disease or emotional struggles so by doing that then we can energetically just rebalance realign you know release those harmful energies or trapped emotions so that we have proper energy flow and balance and when we're in harmony disease or sickness cannot occur. So whenever, so that's why I'm with anyone who's experiencing any sort of symptom, whether it's a physical symptom or you're struggling emotionally, there Mm -hmm. is a good, there's a good chance that you are imbalanced and that your energy needs to be rebalanced. So it can put you in that proper state. So, I mean, you're healing yourself, essentially. All I'm doing is using these tools to help identify and facilitate where the imbalances lie and where the issues are. And essentially you have the power to heal yourself. So you're making those changes. I'm just facilitating it. But as Brene Brown, and I just love her so much, she, she, she says it so beautifully, but what happens is when you have these stresses in your life, these (laughs) experiences, emotional trauma or overwhelming emotions, they get they get stockpiled in the body. And until if the body can't hold them any longer, it starts to turn on you. The body keeps score and always wins. So it will show Ooh. you, it will give you messages. Mm-hmm. Something, something's not right. So by connecting subconsciously, we can and energetically, we can improve those imbalances and shift things for you so that your body's in the proper condition to heal itself. It's very simple, but you don't, I mean, I think people sometimes are scared because they they are afraid to uncover something that might be painful from the past Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. you know, uncover emotions and they don't want you to know like, this is what happened or experienced this. There's some darkness there, but it's all confidential. Of course. I mean, you can't, I signed an oath of confidentiality. So when you, it all it does is it just releases and the body feels lighter. Um, I mean, everyone's experience is, is quite different. Some get extremely tired only for a few days and then they feel rejuvenized and feel fantastic. So the experience is different from everyone, but it's certainly, I mean, it, it can help if you're ready to heal. And most people are, if they're ready to invest in healing and getting better, whether mm-hmm. that's internal healing, emotional healing, physical healing, whatever that is. But essentially, I can't say that I'm a healer. I'm an energy worker to help you heal yourself. 
I love how you put that. I love how you said that Brene Brown says the body keeps score, like the, the body keeps score. And I'm like, wow, it's, it's yeah, she's science and she's science and researcher, right? That's what she does. She so is, yes. There's lots of evidence and there's lots of science that backs up quantum physics more, more and more every day. There's lots mm-hmm. of literature and information out there. It's just that for so many years, for centuries, our culture is built around Western medicine as the only form where there's other cultures in the world that have many different forms or alternative ways to heal. So this is just under the umbrella of Eastern medicine. Yes, absolutely agree with you. So powerful. The body's powerful, right? And I think we forget that sometimes, but you know, if you cut your finger, instantly starts to heal itself like your body's starting to heal like it sends its little you know white cells up there red cells or just whatever that's going on to heal itself like it starts within starts inside and it heals all the way out and i think we forget and we take it so for granted we take it so like we're like you know we can't do this or we can't because our brains are so you know i think how do you say conditioned rather to like to not believe that we could possibly powerfully heal ourselves in so many ways. And I think that we forget those things and we have to go back to like, look at your finger when you cut it and how fast things heal. Your body is truly amazing. And your mind is, I can't remember someone made a comment about it. It's like, it's like 30 engines. Like your brain is so, there's so much in your like power in your brain. Like it's a, it's, it's a complete energy. It's all energy, everything everything. It's all energy, your whole body. And I learned that this year more than ever that your whole body, I never really thought about it, but I'm like, we're all energy. We really, we really are. And our, you know, our, our heart, like it's all electrical. Like if you had a, if you go into, you know, if your heart stops, you go into cardiac arrest, they take paddles and they want to shock you back in because it's all energy to get things going again. So I think it's very interesting diving deeper into that quantum healing and I'm so interested in it because I think it's so powerful. So just keep going tour. This is awesome. I love this. I love all of this. this is so it's so exciting. It really is. Cause you think about it when you think about, you know, releasing stuck energy and you know, how your emotions reflect basically your alignment or misalignment. Right. And when you're in alignment, when your whole body is in alignment, you're in ease you know, confidence, appreciation, lightness, security, like just that whole, like, you know, sort of just a lightness. And when you're not in alignment, then that's when you get the worry, panic and and stress and anxiety and all those things creep up. So it's really important for us to kind of focus on, you know, feeling good and being in alignment and feeling good and focusing on, you know, your mind, right. And what you can do to heal your mind and using, the psyche and the different, you know, modalities to, to heal yourself. Absolutely. All of them are effective. So it's just a matter of what one feels right for you. Yes. And essentially when you do open yourself up, you will, the universe will lead you to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. And what Mm -hmm. will, you know, if you're, Oh, and if you pay attention and I mean, there's so many, I, I offer three modalities currently, but there's so many out there that are effective that can help you mm-hmm. even just for maintenance. You don't necessarily have to leave it until something drastic happens, but even for regular maintenance to feel great. And even yes. 
massage therapy itself, that, that does help release emotions as well. You're touching the physical body and you're, but you're working the muscles and it does help release. That's an exceptional therapy. And of course, acupuncture Mm -hmm. energy work, energy work works very much in line with acupuncture as you know, Chinese medicine believes in the chi, which is the, the energy channels in the body and very much what I do works with the meridians or energy channels in the body. So if there's blockages, they're using needles to unblock so that there is proper energy flow and harmony. And essentially I'm doing the same thing, but I'm working energetically from a subconscious point of view. So everything or anything that you can do to maintain balance and harmony and keep yourself well. And if something doesn't feel right or you're off, or again, like you have any symptoms, that's when energy work is beneficial for you. Definitely. So you do the site K, you do the emotional code, emotional coding. And what's the third modality? Body code. So essentially emotion code is releasing those trapped emotions, the emotional Mm -hmm. baggage so that you can restore balance and body code works a little bit deeper. So with the body code itself, it, it basically you're uncovering the root cause of sickness or pain or disease. And by doing that, you're restoring flow and creating the proper condition for the body to recover itself. And it's essentially, it's designed to relieve emotional, physical, and spiritual discomforts that you have. So you can work on anything. I've had people contact me and say, you know what, I, I want to work on self-love. I'm lacking self-love. I don't know something is blocking me. I feel like something is in the way of that. So then I just, we do a few sessions and work on that and until they start to see things shift and it's different for everyone. Sometimes it's immediate and other people, it can take time, just like anything. It's a process and you get through layers. Sometimes you're feeling, you know, even with myself of all the work I've done and you're feeling fantastic and months will go by and things are going your way. And all of a sudden you take a dip and you think, Whoa, what's happening here? Why am I off? Why is this surfacing? So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's like a garden, you know, you pull all the weeds and all of a sudden, a week later, there's a weed up, it comes. So we have to get to the root of that. So healing is a process. We heal in layers, like anything is a process, but it can be really effective and it can transform your life and provide all that you need to have the quality quality life that you desire. It's really great. So we're all onions. That's what we're telling each other. We're all onions, <laughs> peeling away the layers and figuring out all the things that can make, you know, our, can make us the best version of ourselves that, that we want to be. So I think it's understanding and that awareness and openness and, sh- and that that really is, really is the key and a balance and the harmony. That's really interesting, really interesting. And I think I've done all of them and I really, I really enjoy And it's fun because we shift it sometimes when we, when we talk and I'm like, okay, what are we going to do today? Are we going to do the site K? Are we going to do some body code or, and I always feel good after I find sometimes I'm exhausted like a couple of like that night or even the next day, but that's just, but it, it goes away and you just, you feel lighter. I always feel lighter, but I do find it gets, it can, it can hit your energy level a little bit just to, and that's your body processing probably. Right. Yes. That seems to be the most common is a lot of people are, or a lot of clients say that, yes, I felt so exhausted I, for the first two or three days. 
And then of course you're releasing all those emotions too. So you can feel those emotions when it's a 24 hour process of release. (laughs) And so some people say, you know, I felt sort of off and not great for three days. And then day four, I woke up and I felt fantastic. And it works the very same for me as well. When I do sessions on myself for Mm -hmm. the first few days, you think, Oh, wow. And then day four, you feel fantastic. Things are great. And now all of a sudden you're in alignment again and you're, you're feeling harmony and things are working and going your way, working well. So it just, it depends on the individual, but you have to remember, you know, essentially energy channels in the body is if you think of them like a river, a flowing river, and then all of these logs that are blocking things, all of these imbalances that you have, when you clear those logs, they all have to go somewhere. Right. So if you do, if you do a lot of work, sometimes when the energy is moving, it can cause other little symptoms or things can show themselves and you might have a little discomfort here or there, or you might feel a little bit grouchy or so it's just every depends what your baggage is and what you're carrying, but every person's different. So I don't want to deter people, but Mm -hmm. some, and I've had some people say, I, I, I feel the shift. I'm seeing a difference in my life, but I didn't physically feel anything. So it just depends on the person. And sometimes I feel it. Yes, exactly. You feel it from someone else? Yeah. So usually I build an energy shield so that I don't, because like you said, energy is very powerful. You can absorb it. Just being around someone, you can absorb negative energy. And I build that shield so that because I work on so many people, I don't want to absorb any of those, you know, pathogens or even toxins or anything else that isn't good. And um, sometimes I can feel the release from someone because it's so powerful or it's been there a long time. And it felt so heavy. I had this happen the other day and the woman said, what was that? And I released and it felt, I felt so heavy. I was shaking and she was too. So sometimes it can be (laughs) the body is singing, maybe thanking us because it was so heavy for so long and it had, you know, it was time to let it go. But, and essentially that, like it back to the journey when I first started and I, when I got the acne and the cystic acne, I realized I had suppressed so much most of my life that it was bubbling to the surface, literally. So the body talks, it will give you a message and tell you when you need to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to pay attention. You really do need to pay attention. Sometimes it takes a bit of time, but you really do need to pay attention. It's, that's really crazy. I figured, you know, you would, you know, being an energy worker, of course, that you would almost need to prime yourself before you start your sessions, because you are working with people's energy fields and then you have your own. And I know that, you know, with Reiki and different, different treats, but you have to be careful not to take on somebody's energy because it can be, you're almost vulnerable to it when you're working on someone. So you have to protect your own energy while you're healing and helping somebody else. Absolutely. Yes. Actually, it, the um, a couple of weeks ago, I had worked on someone. It was an evening session. Immediately after I went in my room and I thought, oh my gosh, my throat feels weird. It felt sore and scratchy. And I thought, okay, something is off here. So sure enough, I found that I had a pathogen I had absorbed from someone and um, it was causing me a sore throat that fast. So I released that and I was fine the next morning. Wow. But yeah, it is powerful. And and I mean, you know what, you're in a room with a bunch of people and things are great. And then all of a sudden someone walks in the room and you get chills down your spine and you think, ooh, that energy isn't good. 
you know, that yeah. person's in a bad place and it can be like a cloud, you know, it starts to, to loom over other people and they start to absorb things. Or if you've been with a friend that's sad, you know, and she's going through some serious grief mm-hmm. and you're around her, you can absorb that grief as well. So it is very powerful. We have to be careful. No, it's very true. And you know, it's just, it's just like that. If somebody's very sad or, or if you've been around a friend who's just so very upbeat and exciting and good energy, you, you can't help but feel good and have that good energy because yes. it's shifting out from you. And I think scientists prove that. I think they've been looking at that too. I read somewhere that, um, they, they were measuring it and I can't remember how they measure it, but they measure it. If somebody walks into a room, how far your energy kind of goes out. So it's so true about how somebody can enter a room and their energy, people feel it. You feel it immediately. Absolutely. Surround yourself with, with positive yes. uplifting people, people who cheerlead for you, people who want you to do well. It makes all the difference. 100%. I agree. I cannot agree with you more. I think that is, you know, they say that we are the five people that we surround ourselves with, right? Like those yes. five people that you, you are around the most. And I think that, and I think that's so true. So it's really important to surround yourself with people that lift you up and don't bring you down. You know, so it's, uh, that's so, so true. So, so true. I love this. This is all such good, juicy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's all good. It's it all is good. fun sharing. Do you know what that, that experiment that you were talking about? Um, I read something similar to that. It was plants. They put these plants in a room and they played this really dark music, like really sadistic type music that what it wasn't a good feeling at all. And they want, and they actually recorded the plants would move away from the sound and then wow. they would experiment and use positive uplifting music and the plants would move toward the sound. It was really interesting to see. And I thought when I read that the same, I had the same response that you did. I thought, you know what? I really need to start paying, paying attention to who I spend my time with. Mm-hmm. Like a, mm-hmm. like a plant, a plant will reach for the light instead of the darkness. They reach away from the darkness. Move that's away right. From the, yes. So that's, it's really important that we pay attention and surround ourselves with. Yeah. Good people, no, I, good positive I, yeah, people. It is, it's hard it sometimes because so you know, of course, of course, it's definitely hard. But I mean, having that awareness is half the battle, realizing that, you know, you need to take a little bit of space sometimes and just, you know, being aware of where the energy levels are and sort of yes. how you feel, I think is your your first step to, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's obviously sometimes can be so challenging, you know, if it's somebody very close to you or um, to, you know, to kind of be like, I'm not going to be around. I'm not going to hang around you anymore. It's not going to happen. But <laughs> I think that the, you know, just that awareness and, and maybe bringing it to light to them. I mean, it's something they don't even realize that, you know, that they're, that's there, that type of energy that they have is there. So maybe it's that awareness and having that conversation, but so interesting. I mean, they, they had another experiment with like uh, guitars. And if you have two guitars in a room and you strum one string, the other one will vibrate that other string yes. will vibrate on the other one. So it's that sound, like sound and energy. Like it's just, it's, it's so interesting and it's so, so there's such a connection. And I think we're realizing that more and the, the more, you know, science behind it and the more investigating and the more things that they learn and, you know, and all the energy work that 
you br- it brings it all together. And you realize that you're just a basically, that's all you are. We're all just energy and shifting through this world, right? So absolutely. And we have more control than we think over our, our journey and how it goes and creating that best life. So Oh, so good. This was great. This was great. I don't even think we got through all the things that we wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> and that that's has okay. by. <laughs> we, I know we can do this again for sure, but I would love if you can tell people where they can find out more about your work, um, like website, Instagram. Yes. So, so you can find me on my website. My, my business is called essence of your health. And of course it's essenceofyourhealth.com. And I have, you can book a session on my site, whether you want just the emotion code session, the body code session, or the psych K, if you want to change some inhibiting beliefs. And of course, my, I have a blog as well that I have to admit, I'm, I don't do as many blog posts on my site as I used to, because I'm, I'm filling my days with sessions, which is what I really love. And that's the work that I want to do to help others. But there are, there's lots of um, helpful tips and to do's and how to's to improve your well-being. And also, of course, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I decided with the social media, I decided to stick with Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, because you can spend lots of time on all the networks, but those are the three networks that I work with. So Yes, you can connect me, direct message me, and um, I would love to help you if you're ready for change. Now, that's that's amazing. Thank you. And I will link these all. um, I will link all the ways to contact you in the show notes so that people can check out your website, ask you questions and book session with you. Thank you so much for being here today. It was a great conversation. We're going to have to do this again because we don't have enough time to like talk about all the things and there's just so much to talk about. So thank you so much, Tori. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Nicole. I I greatly appreciate it. Um, It was a pleasure and I do hope to talk to you again soon. Hey guys, it's Nicole. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you find it inspiring and you think it would be helpful for someone else, I would love if you share it with them. Please review It's always nice to hear back from you. And I would love if you could review this episode and let me know what you're thinking. And if there's other topics that you would love to hear about. Thanks and have a great rest of your day.